Thank you. We're excited that you're here, and I know we've had some great discussions in the past, and for today's show in particular, we're going to hone on in uh, with uh, relationships, and what do we need to know about succeeding in relationships? So starting off with signs that your relationship may be high conflict. Yes. Give us so, some signs. I can give you some <laughs> of my own, and I think I, I, I want to see I want to see how they relate to my list. Go ahead. I have and I would ask the listeners to do the same. Please, you know, please, thank uh, you. Uh, yeah, a high high conflict um, relationship or couple. You know, they're masters at just sucking the joy out of out of a conversation, out of a relationship. And and here's what I've learned. Yeah, they don't even do it on purpose. No, they operate from instinct and habit. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a, a Dr. Shaler out there, and he or she coined a term called their hijackles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they have a tendency to ambush or corner you and then mm-hmm. growl, you know? And what I have learned is, you know, why are they like this? Because it's a good chance that both people, one or both, operate out of their own fears. And if, you know, you're the high drama type of person, um, even if you hate that you are, there's a good chance you can get stuck and actually be afraid in relationships. Mm. And and it's like afraid of what? Things that might not make sense, of not winning and appearing weak or dumb, or maybe even losing control in a relationship. That happens a lot. So, you know, if you're the partner of someone who's high drama, their behavior may trigger your own fears. For example, you could be afraid of not being good enough for them, right? They're always, you know, barking at you or of not ever being lovable or needing to please everyone. You know, there's people out there that know that believe they just need to make everyone happy. And unfortunately, and I think this is a sad fact that I've learned that if you're in a relationship with someone who loves high drama, if you're not careful, they again could kind of suck you into that behavior and you could start, you know, at first it won't make sense to you. And then you're like, okay, well, this is how we operate, right? And you know, it doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. But um, so we have to really watch out for those patterns I think there was a someone who said they that they called it a tumbleweed pattern, you know, where you're constantly taking, you know, like a tornado. There's constantly picking up stuff and just like throwing it in there, yeah. right? And it's not even from what the current argument is. No, ironically, yeah, I got a nice text this morning, and then all of a sudden, within an hour, it's an it's every day though. It starts nice, and then the texts go back. Some he's upset, and that, and I'm like, what? 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 What could you say? I'm like, that was a nice thing I said. I'm like. Right, taking it just keep, but it's all the time now. I'm noticing patterns. I'm noticing behaviors, and it's like, oh my goodness, like, uh, yeah, yeah. And high drama, high drama is not good. I I don't think. Um, you know, I hate being that couple, and I've been that person uh, to be the one that talks about all their woes and relationship dramas. It's just not unbecoming. It's not healthy. It's obnoxious. Um, but um, what are some other the signs that things are in high conflict? I mean, I would say by not gaining through the day uh, on you know happy terms, it's a high. It, that, that's something to <laughs> to to look at, right? Um, what right, other, right, right. What other signs of relationship? Um, maybe things are not the way they should be. Well, 
first, you know, you named it, you and your partner fight a lot. Yeah, fighting. Mm-hmm. So, right. So that that's something to look for because, you know, in healthy relationships and I, and we want to talk about a list of those things too, to help yeah. this be mm-hmm. healthy. We don't ever want to leave with just the, the unhealthy, you know, this couple is constantly swinging from one conflict to the next, mm-hmm. you know, and whether it's small things or big blowouts, you know, they have continual fights or, you know, this one for sure, Jill, where you don't talk for three days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I'm so mad, I'm not going to talk to you for three days. And it, it doesn't really matter. It's that, you know, whether you're shutting down or where you're constant yelling, there's lots of fights, you know? And then, like we said, your fights are both present problems, but also past concerns. So meaning high conflict couples have complicated, twisty fights, you know, that there's extreme emotions uh, like betrayal or, you know, despair or being just plain old disconnected. Like we said, that tumbleweed, things are in there that have nothing to do right? that was currently, you know, uh, part of what might have happened and their partners ask questions just like you ask you know what did I do you know or is is this that bad or is there something wrong with me Mm -hmm. right why am I always attracting this you know and we don't have time side note we don't have time to talk about this today but um if the other person's emotions repeatedly do not fit fit the circumstances, this is a warning sign that they are having trouble with their own emotions. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. And I know you want to kind of also break down, I know we talk about some more examples, but then also differentiate between what high conflict is compared to abuse. Right. I do. And let me get, let me name a couple more and yeah, then yeah. I'm actually, I'll roll into that. Sure. Um, another sign of high conflict is contempt. And when I say contempt, it's not that I don't like what just happened between us. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't like that and I don't like you. Okay. And I want people to l- really listen carefully to this because if a relationship gets into name calling, you know, and that level of lack of care for their partner, they're actually somehow saying, I believe I'm better than you. And I need people to pay attention to that because we're going to go back to, you know, that's an emotional piece that they may need some repair. Then we have fights that heat up quickly, you know, like zero to 60. What happened, you know? And um, this is the one I want to go before we go into, um, you know, abuse. You may have fights that display extreme behavior with a high conflict couple. Um, You know, people who 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 will say things like, you'll never see the kids again if you divorce me. If you hurt me, I'll break up with you. You know, um, I'll ruin your business reputation. I mean, I've heard that. Or or in your case, I'm going to go on TV stations and tell them how awful you are. Whatever it is, you know, there there's this extreme threat or behavior to try to get to you or get your attention. Mm-hmm. And I will say all threats need to be taken seriously, but more importantly, they shouldn't be a part of a normal relationship. There should be a way to help way before then, right? And these are the hurtful things, you know, that people can say. Yeah. 
They also have all or nothing thinking. Do you know people like that? They tend to be, everything's with my partner is all good or all bad, mm-hmm. you know, and that's back to the, okay, well, let's just get divorced. If we won't agree with me on this issue, mm-hmm. no, let's just dissolve this. Or um, I totally am going to believe every bad thing that anyone's ever said about you. Yeah. Um, wow. And I, I think it's important to remember that if you hear some of these signs, you know, are we just talking a high conflict person or are there abusive relationship? So abusive patterns involve control, mm-hmm. intimidation, and coercion. Okay. For example, and I, you know, I would want people to, to hear this. If you're afraid of your partner, yeah. okay, that's the problem. Uh. If you feel pressured to participate in activities you don't want, even sexual activities that you don't want, you know, that could be shaming behavior that doesn't feel good to you. That that can tiptoe over the line of abusive. I'm always telling people, especially with intimacy, you know, there's so much out there nowadays. And maybe we need to have a talk on sex because I do. We do a lot of talks on sex when you talk about marriage. But um you know, if you feel pressured to do something that doesn't feel right to you, you know, that that can really feel bad and shaming. And it's the same thing in a, abusive relationships, right? Yeah. So if you ever feel like, especially you're hurt or your partner uses their body to intimidate you, mm-hmm. you feel controlled, like you can't make your own decisions, you can't spend money when you want to, um, or your partner's continually monitoring you mm-hmm. or they intimidate you, like we said before, to when you try to leave or try to do something, it's possible that you're in a, you know, a really bad place. And I would strongly suggest that you talk to someone. Mm-hmm. And um, a good place to ta- start is the um, National Domestic Violence Hotline. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw the number out there. That's 1-800-799-SAFE, 1-800-799-SAFE. This usually, you know, some of those symptoms usually mean that you're, you know, in more than a high conflict relationship, that you're in a place where you need some help. Thank you. Hopefully that answered that. (laughs) No, yeah, absolutely. And people are scared. People are fearful to speak, to come out, to talk about it, to the repercussions. And I know my mother, I grew up up in a household with an abusive relationship. My parents were abusive to each other. I've seen it. And that's what fears me and affects my own relationships to this day. That, you know, which is hard because there's childhood trauma there, which is stuff I know you work with as well. Um, But, yeah, relationships. um, Yeah, they shouldn't be complicated should they they should be <laughs> right right yeah and some of this may even trigger you to even yeah. hear it you're like okay yeah i saw that let's just take mm-hmm. that as a speed bump and, and go over it and yes and when people watch it and jill a lot of people come from rela- uh, watching relationships that they don't want to mm-hmm. have in their own life you know um they can they can swing one of two ways you know i can actually behave like that myself or an extreme i'm i'm out of here i'm like not very trusting of relationships yeah right and so it's important to go okay well you know um that was them 
that's not me and I need to get help for the emotions that got a little frayed, yeah. you know, over how they weren't able to handle um, their own conflict, right? Mm -hmm. And I hopefully in your family, someone didn't get run over, but that's why we want to say, you know, it's not a small thing. Make sure that you get some help. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that. Let's also remind everyone uh, how we can reach out to you. Uh, we're kind of halfway there. So would you, uh, Diane Arnold again, thefamilycollective.co, and you're licensed to work in? I'm licensed to work in South Carolina, but the Family Collective is an international program mm -hmm. where um, I guess two of the things that would be very helpful with the collective, maybe more than two, that are out there right now at the mm -hmm. familycollective.co are um, both marriage and pre-marriage material. And I would strongly recommend pre-marriage material, it, um, even if you're dating yeah. people. Listen, even if you're out there dating, because um, it gives you a chance to look back into your relationship and 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 go, okay, so you're coming in with junk and I'm coming in with junk and how, what's that going to look like together? Yeah. You know, it, it, this material was actually created out of me working years and years and years with marriage couples. And I would just be shocked, you know, that they were in the relationship and they hadn't talked about some mm -hmm. of these things. They hadn't talked about family, mm -hmm. like you just said, past family history yeah. that's going to affect you know how you operate or you know past um intimacy history mm -hmm. for sure you know partners and you know what that has looked like and so we in this workbook hopefully in a um a fun way have couples get through some of those um deeper topics you know what are our chores going to look like at our house? You know, what just um, what does our communication look like? What is working? What's not working? Mm -hmm. What we can get better at? So I would strongly suggest that. And for the reason that I know 40% of marriages could be more successful with good premarital material. Yeah. So I, I, I'd strongly recommend that. And you, we have the material um that you can just grab a workbook or you can do an eight or 12 week course online and because it is a nonprofit, it is a minimal cost to the people that want to use this and try to help their relationship and then um, we also have the marriage material so say you already are married and you're in this place one of the things that was really important to us was the integration of faith and good psychology when we were creating this material because there's a lot of marriage material out there yeah. you know google it you know there's a lot of marriage material out there mm -hmm. but what we struggled with was both of those felt really important to helping couples you know heal if they've gotten in a bad place or maybe even like you said, heal some of the fears that they may have had, you know, coming into a relationship. So we have some very important topics, you know, that we are dealing with, you know, of course, always communication. We are dealing with intimacy. We're dealing with sex. We're dealing with um, uh, 
blended families, you know, we're dealing with kids. So we address a lot of topics. Again, you can go take the entire course online for when I used to be practicing full-time, probably less than half of one session with me. <laughs> we're, you're out there with, you know, eight complete, you know, um, hour long sessions where we walk you through the material, you know, and help you really get started. So I love that part of the family collective. And I think that when we're talking about this would be really helpful to couples. And also just want to point out um, with the work that you're doing, uh, again, you're in South Carolina, but you mentioned the family collective, you know, works with people all over, right? Um, Do you also um, offer um, what other services besides the the counseling uh, for licensed mental health as licensed mental health professionals, but counseling for relationships for couples. Uh, also, do you do grief counseling? Do you do what other specific areas? <clears throat> so, if you go online, <clears throat> that's okay. There's a lot of junk going around right now. It's <laughs> spring, right? Everything's blooming. Thank you. Everything's starting to bloom. Um, if you go out online, there's a bunch of. We talked about those materials. Then we have our newest material where we are dealing with identity and identity confusion. And I know that's a hot topic right now, but we've there's a bunch of uh, information, uh, studies on, you know, what's happening with people who are really struggling with this. And um, eh, over 60, 67% of young adults are saying they struggle with their mental health. So... You know, we're, there's a bunch of material out there on that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we also have a book coming out for that, a workbook. Okay. We have, Neil and I have our testimony out there in a book. Um, and it's about us healing and walking through a betrayal that um, that'll knock you off your feet for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. And then we have the online marriage groups that one just started up and the next one will start up next few will start up in the fall. And those community groups have been amazing. Um, People come from um, throughout Canada and the United States, English speaking, you know, at this point we English speaking countries. Um, And it's a great community for people to ask exactly what we're asking now. Okay. This is what we're struggling in our marriage how do I get some help? And then when you were talking about grief and everything else, there are, there's just a plethora of blogs and articles on the website, you know, um, mainly about family, but there are a lot of things that we grieve within family. So Mm -hmm. um, that is out there on the website. We have, um, and we also have, we also have a website in, in uh, Brazil, in Portuguese. Wow. And we've spent time in Portugal and Brazil. We've done a lot of conferences out there. So there's a lot of great stuff out there just to help people. I mean, it seems silly. And it seems is silly. it affordable? Do some accept insurance? Is there for some um, for some licensed mental health counts, do they accept insurance? There's not. Yes. And if you go to the, I'm going to say this. If you go to the website and you send us an email, at info at the family collective.co. We will try to get you connected to a, a licensed mental health professional in the state you live in. Okay. Cause it's gotta be, it's yeah. needs to be 
state specific. Um, but the but the things that we're offering, Jill, they're pretty much free. You can take a course for a minimal amount of money. Mm-hmm. You know, they're written by professionals, but it's not you're you're not doing counseling per se. Got you it. know, yeah. they're. I, does that make sense? No, it does. Thank you. Just wanted to ask because okay. some people might say, yeah. "What are the costs associated with this?" So yeah, okay. yeah, I yeah, I believe that the course is like. 79 or 80 dollars to take an eight-week marriage or premarital course wow. online so it's a very very affordable again it's a, it's a nonprofit, so it's funded by you know a lot of other people that want your marriage or your relationship to work and heal perfect good to know so again go to the family collective.co um, we still have a few minutes left i know we were talking about conflicts and sorry to jump the gun here um and relationships is there hey, any other tips yeah. you want to give us on uh maybe resolving this type of conflict yeah. can we um you know do it the healthy way how, yeah. how, how what's the healthy way diane yeah <laughs> you know i i have to say proverbs 51 from the Old Testament says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And that is the healthy way. Yeah. This verse describes a healthy alternative to a hijackal. You know, one of the best ways to avoid an angry relationship is to respond in a kind manner. That can also be described as a boundary. That doesn't mean I have to continue to take, you know, continual hurtful things, but I always tell people it doesn't do us any good to get stirred up and shoot back, right? It's not, it's, that's not healthy. And that's what happens. Remember we said in the beginning, when we have these high conflict relationships, someone who's not even that way can just get sucked into the vortex because it's like, I don't know how to defend myself. So I just want to say that to begin with. Remember, stay, stand back, yeah. take a breath. You may Either. need an, mm-hmm. And a, you may need to stabilize first. Yeah. Now, adult timeouts are well worth their time. It takes about 20 minutes for that little amygdala yeah. to cool down and, you know, allow you to, to have an answer that you would want to say, you know, on TV or, you know, yeah. to somebody, to a stranger. So you want to calm down and remember to do that. I think that's the first thing. Secondly, establish boundaries before you get to that point. Like, this is when I'm not okay. This is when I'm going to walk away. This is when I'm, you know, like name calling or ridiculing. You know, there's a point where I'm going to say, that's enough. We need a time, we need a time out. This is how long the timeout is going to last. Yeah. I would tell you to, to say that. You got you have you need to go back and finish these hard conversations. So I need to know how much time I'm going to pull off, whether it be a half a day, you know, tomorrow, you know, whatever it is. I have to go back and finish this conversation. So this is when I'll be back, you know, but I'm not okay with that. Right? And I think another thing is um we talked about shame and control. That doesn't help, and you've I've you've been the victim of it. I've I've been the victim of it. Someone tries to manipulate you into doing something, and it just it just makes you feel worse. Yeah, you know. So I would I would say you know focus on the fact that if you need to win, 
in order to feel good about your relationship, you're probably in a spot where you're trying to change their mind rather than understand, right? A lot of people want to change other people. Absolutely. This, that's the point is that's not, and you know, I guess second to last, I would say find how much time do we have? Can I say a couple more? Okay. Find the real issue. It's probably not, you know, where this is escalated to. I got to back up and that during that time out, find out really what happened and, you know, agree to disagree. Compromise is imperative in life, whether it be with your children, your parents, or your partner. You know, I I have to be able to focus on what matters and what's worth it at this time. Got it. All right. Yeah. Did I get it? You got it. (laughs) And how did you want to leave off today uh, with everyone? We would love to hear from you at the Family Collective. You know, these are the few a few of the things that have helped me in my marriage, the relationships of the thousands of people that I've gotten the privilege to work with. And I'd lo- we would love to hear what's worked for you. Yeah. You know, you may have some amazing things that, that we would want to use that are be beneficial. So please reach out to us um, at thefamilycollective.co or the email info at the family collective.co or if you're if you're uh speak portuguese you can head to that web- website at the same address oh good thank you so much pleasure speaking with you again and uh thank you for enlightening everyone again go to the website find someone that can help reach out there is so resources available and it's great to know that someone like the family collective is here one more time the website thefamilycollective.co. Perfect. Thank you, Diane. Great job again. And uh, enjoy beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. I'll come Come on down and see us. I would love to see you. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. I really would love to take a little trip, hopefully this summer. Thanks again, Diane. We'll talk soon, I hope. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.